get more nervous in this room than anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good one? There you go. It's the world's most dangerous morning show. Got the cameras on my Anymore, but it's Friday. All right. Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ Envy. It's Friday! I'm not talking to you today. Why are you not talking to me? Because, uh, shout out to Sean John. We went to the 20th anniversary of Sean John yesterday's celebration at Bloomingdale's. Where'd you go after that? Uh, I went to go watch the game. Did you go to a restaurant called Brooklyn Chop House? Yeah, to watch the game. Hmm. Why? Yeah, shout to Don Poole. Shout to Stratus. They own a restaurant. They're our friends. They own a restaurant. And last night, the game was on. So after we did the event, it's Sean John that you snuck out a little early. No, I didn't. I left exactly the time that it was over. Oh. <laughs> you stayed late. Right, well, I and I got late. And I got there an hour before you. Yeah, you sure did. <laughs> but I went and watched the game. I was going to go to the game last night, but it was raining, and I'm glad I didn't go. The game was disgusting. It was nasty. My Giants officially sucked. The season is over. It was horrible. The season's over? Yes, the season is over. I'm not even going to say that. Giants might as well lose and get a, 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 <laughs> a first round, a great first round pick. Like, the season is over. Like, we lost again, and we didn't just lose by one touchdown or one field goal. We lost by a, a, a plethora of points. What was their score? It was like 34 to 10 or 34. 14. That's how you're supposed to lose. I don't like when people lose and it's a close game oh and you cut a one. At it least was, it was no chance. It was so nasty. I, I, I just wasted my time. I, I, sh- I really should have went home. I, I went and watched the game with the fellas, and let's watch the game. Yeah, the Giants going to win, and it was just disgusting. All right. Well, yesterday after we went to the Sean John anniversary, I went home and it was a nice breeze. But then it started pouring down raining. I woke up this morning and the whole floor was wet because of the rain coming in through the window next to my bed. Wow. I went to go close the window. I was like, what the? It was like a river. Thought you peed on yourself or something? Thought you peed? I know I didn't pee on myself. The whole floor was wet, though. All right. Just making sure. Yeah, it was pouring down raining. All right. There's a lot of new music today we got to talk about. Oh, my God. So... One of our producers just made me listen to Huncho Dreams from Quavo's album. Yeah, I heard he's talking about smashing Nicki and all the things that he did with Nicki. It was disrespectful. I was like, oh my God. Wow. Did you hear it? I didn't hear it yet. I'm excited. I want to hear this. You're excited? Yes. I love new music. I heard Usher got a new record that's that's dope. I heard Kodak Black put out a new record yesterday. Sheesh. A lot of new music. We got a lot to talk about this morning. Yes, we do. And also, we have the host of The Real joining us this morning. Uh, You know, I love The Real. You and uh, and Gia were on The Real. Yeah, we were on The Real. You were on The Real for about a week, right? Yeah, I co-hosted, guest hosted for a week. Charlemagne was on The Real. He's, He's running late, but he was on The Real as well. Yeah, I love. I actually really enjoyed that experience of being on there. When I was in L.A., I was doing our morning show because of the time difference. I was on there from 3 in the morning, right? Is that the right time? Yes. 3, three in the morning until 7, and then I had to go straight to the set of The Real every day, and then I'll be there all day. I was exhausted. Yeah. All I did was go to sleep every day that week. So we'll talk to them. So when we were in Vegas, one of the hosts of The Real, Lonnie Love, pulled me to the side. Did you pull you to the side. Did, she pull you? did you hear or no? <sighs> I didn't hear this. She was like... Yeah, I can't wait to come on the show. I was like, well, yeah, why? I said, you know, you're always invited. She was like, she was like, Charlemagne called me fat a long time ago, and I got to address it. I said, whoa. Sounds like something he would say. I said, he did? He called you what? He said, he called me fat. So he's not here, but I'm sure I'm going to bring it up, or she's going to bring it up when she gets here. It should be interesting. 
Libra right. Day's back up. And also, our friend to the room, one of our guys, one of our favorite people in the world, Donnell Rawlings, will be joining us. Well, then this why morning. do we treat him so bad? I don't know, because he's our friend. <laughs> we just love him. That's we, what we do to our friends? Yes. He's, he's that guy, a.k.a. Ashy Larry. We'll be kicking it with Donnell Rawlings. Funny guy. He's in New York uh, over the weekend performing, so we'll talk to Donnell as well. And what are we talking about in Front Page News? Uh, we are going to talk about what happened. This is a crazy story. Imagine a 14-year-old young black boy misses the school bus and tries to knock on a door for directions. Oh, boy. And it goes completely left. All right. Well, I'm going to go brush my teeth, and then when we come back Please, front page I was going to say something. Next, you can't smell it from there. Yes, I can. Oh. The whole room stinks. All right. Well, I'm going to brush my teeth. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's go. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Morning, Charlemagne. Peace to the planet. Let's get in some front page What's happening? news. Uh, there was football last night, but I turned it off, so I don't know what the final score was. No, you just told us that you watched the game at Brooklyn Chop House. All right, I did. It was disgusting. I didn't want to say why I saw it. You're a bad liar. The Eagles beat well, the Giants 34-13. Well, if you were standing with cap like me, then you wouldn't have to witness <laughs> you wouldn't have to witness your team getting their ass kicked, okay? Goodness gracious. All right. My season's over. I'm done watching football. Well, I don't now watch you want to stop watching football. I'm done. No. Okay. I'm not supporting. I'm not going to the games. That's right. Now Maybe you want to call Maybe they'll win every single game now. from now on. Maybe, but I still think they'll lose. <laughs> All right. Now, what, what, what's the real news now, Yee? Uh, the real news. All right, let's start with this. Brennan Walker, a 14-year-old boy, didn't make his morning bus to school. He didn't have his phone, so he didn't know how to get to his high school. He decided, let me go ring somebody's doorbell and try to get some guidance on where I'm going. That's how old was he? 14. Mm. All right, he went to Jeffrey Ziegler's home, and that's when... Uh, things went left. Now, they have a camera footage of all this going down. Ziegler is a retired firefighter, and he is now charged with assault with intent to murder. That could lead to life in prison. What happened? Apparently, Ziegler's wife answered the door, accused young Brennan Walker of trying to break into the home after he rang the bell, uh, and said, I was scared. I was, According to Brennan, he said, I was scared. I was trying to tell them I was trying to get to high school, but they weren't listening. Uh, when Ziegler's wife yelled, that's when... Jeffrey Ziegler got out of bed, came down with a shotgun, ran out to the porch. Uh, no. Brennan started running because Please don't say he shot was like, I don't know, you know, what's going on. He was nearly gone out of the yard when Ziegler shot his he shotgun. He shot the kid? Yes, he shouldered the shotgun, oh leveled my the barrel. Freaking gosh. No, he didn't shoot him. He fired a shot. The, the shot didn't hit him. Oh. But he fired the shotgun at him. That's why he's being uh you know, possibly going to be charged with attempted Now, if that's my son, I got to go back and, and, and we got to have a, a strong conversation. And I'm bringing my 9, I'm bringing my 40, and I'm bringing my shotgun. I mean, There's the no guy, way going to shoot guy. at my son as he's leaving? I mean, the guy got arrested. So, I mean, it's, nah, you know, but still, my son could have been dead. Yeah, but there's no need to go back. There was no violence. pressure. Nah, nah, nah. See, people got to understand. You, you can't just, you can't just shoot at a kid. He rang the doorbell with uh, his little yeah. book bag on, going to school. Now, according to their attorney, they're saying there were five previous break-ins at that their home. Got nothing to do with my son. I'm just telling you nah, what his yeah, attorney said. We're not talking about listen and be knock it off. No, because if you had no. five break-ins at your house and some stranger came to the door and you was upstairs and you didn't know what was going on and you saw your wife friend and you coming down with the gun. You're right, but I'm not shooting at a kid that's running in the opposite direction. He's yeah. not running towards the crib. He's running away from the house. And what? What's And there's was video this? footage of all of this going down, by the way. So it's not. Any what's question on what, This was in uh, Michigan, Michigan, Rochester Hills, Michigan. Why? Um. Why he didn't know his high school was that though? He missed the bus. So I guess w without the bus and not having his phone, he didn't know how to get there because he didn't make the bus. So that's like his school mom bus. dropped him off at the school bus. He missed it, and he didn't have no phone, nowhere to go. So what? What does he do? He, he doesn't know how to walk to school. Yeah. So he says, "All right, well, let me just ring this person's doorbell. Hey, can I use your cell phone? Yeah. And you know, or can you point me in the right direction or help me out? Or um, I, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't understand. 
understand all the context, but when you say that that house has had five break-ins already, now, I, don't know whether I can or not understand that's, why dude was antsy. I don't know whether yeah. or not that's true. I know that's what their lawyer is claiming. Oh, that's because, what the lawyer's claiming? Yeah. Oh, okay. In court. Now, Ziegler is also saying that he accidentally fired the shotgun oh, he because definitely he didn't slipped. Accidentally. No, he didn't so that's why I'm saying we don't know how true that is. No, we definitely saw the video. He didn't accidentally Ooh, do no, it. But crazy. if that house has had five break-ins, I can see why he would be yes. antsy. It would be, I would be antsy regardless if I had five break-ins Well, or they're not. investigating these claims of a break-in. Let's be clear. I'm just telling you what his defense right. is. That's I don't mean yeah. it's true. But not not when the kid is running in the opposite direction. In New Jersey, it's against the law. You cannot shoot anybody running in the opposite direction regardless if they're on your property or in your house. If they're in your house and they're and running the out, you cannot shoot. And the teenager didn't do anything that seemed yeah. out of order, and there's video of all of this. Listen, I will say this, though. If, I, if my house had five attempted break-ins and, you know, I was home and I saw my wife frantic and I came downstairs and the guy was running away and I thought this was probably the people that keep breaking in my house, I'd have shot in the air or something. Just to let them know it's real in here. He didn't shoot in the air, though. No, he didn't shoot in the air okay. at all. He didn't shoot in the air. All right. Well, that's front page news. Oh, also, an untruth was told. I've never been on the real. I heard you oh, say you that. Oh, you never been on the real? No, I've done, like, the view and the talking. I've never been on the I real. I thought you been Actually, on the, real. the executive producer of the real said Charlemagne the God does not fit our demo. Uh-oh. Which makes no oh, sense I because I, the, my two co-hosts have been on the real. Oh, the, wow. Yeah, so whatever. Now, oh, that's I can't, crazy. I'm, I never knew that. I'm not into convincing white people uh, about me. Oh, all yeah. right. All right. Well, when we come back, get it off your chest. Well, 800 there it goes. 585 <laughs> If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Adam with two M's, no typo from Wisconsin. Adam with two M's, no typo. What's up, bro? How y'all doing this morning? Good morning to you, DJ Henry. Good morning to you, uh, Charlamagne. Good morning to you, uh, Angela Yee. Adam, what's happening, bro? Adam, Adam. I can't complain. Um, I'm up at 5 o'clock in the morning as usual in Wisconsin with my daughter and everything. You know what I'm saying? I got a birthday coming up on the 29th of October. And I was calling to see if Charlamagne can um, send me a copy of his book um, for my birthday. So, you know, I mean, so I would, but I'm thinking about it. Hey, you, I would, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I'll forget about stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not saying so that it can't father, happen. Man. I know you old. I know you 40 now, but come on now. Hey man, <laughs> he ain't old, man. Send him a copy. <laughs> How you gonna get in touch with me? I can um, give you my email address or something like that. I don't do social media or anything. I can give you my email address. Definitely, I can get contact with you from there. Do you suffer from anxiety? Do you suffer from PTSD? Do you have some type of uh, mental health issues? Let me let me explain to you. I, I did six years in the military, two tours to Iraq. So I, I got you. You don't got to say no more. I got you. We'll okay. get your email. Yeah. I already know what it is. All right, Hold bro. on one second. Oh. Put him on hold. All right. Bro, get his email for real. I got him. It's going to be a lot of birthdays. Hello, who's this? <laughs> hey, this is Jay. Hey, Jay. Good morning. Good morning. Get it off your chest, Jay. Okay, so I was calling to let you guys know that um, on last Friday, it was the day of my birthday, and Kevin Hart was in Detroit, so I went to go see him. Mm-hmm. And before I could even like sit down and get comfortable, I was trying to get situated with my food, my husband and I, and food still to my lap. So it was pitch black and I couldn't see, and I had to pull out my flashlight to clean myself up. And I was kicked out before I could even laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you got kicked Drop out? Drop on the bomb for Heartbeat yes. Productions, goddammit. No! Drop on the bomb. Black as hell, they I didn't laugh at and they ruined my 
Yeah. First of all, stop cursing. They not Damn scammers. Because they, they tell y'all verbatim, do not pull your phones out of this Kevin Hart show well, or you will be escorted out. Mess off of her. How you expect somebody to see? I know your ass is yeah, The only thing you're supposed to be looking at look, is the stage. Look, mama, look, look. You can't get mad, right? They, you know, they kicked me she out, too. Mad. They kicked my ass out. They you out, Envy. And Envy was mad. And they knew it was me. They still kicked my ass Envy, out. who the Crazy. hell are you? Who got, the hell are you my kids that they shouldn't me. kick you out? So I picked up the phone because I got five kids. I want to make sure everything is okay in that house. And they threw my ass out. Envy, they, didn't they just nah, tell you you're I not allowed to take... they were having that I had on a birthday sash and everything. They were you had on a birthday it. sash? Yes, rules they did. Oh, hell no. <laughs> rules are rules. They definitely threw my ass out. Hold on. See, that's the, problem. Talk about, talk about, that's the problem. I said rules are rules. She said she don't care. Uh, thank you, and miss. Could you please leave? In the arena, like sardines, it was so close and it was pitch black. I couldn't even, like, move or anything. I needed to see to get my... I bet you moved when got you up out of there. Can I ask you a quick question? Uh-huh, go now, ahead. Let's be honest, full disclosure. Were you using your phone or were you really no, using the I flashlight? Swear. I hadn't even gotten a chance to, like, sit down and get situated. That's how my phone fell on my lap. I was just now sitting down. I was well, not using it. I they, was like, you guys can look at my videos or anything. Like, I wasn't recording. Uh, the reason why they seen me was because it was, like, the bright light of the, you know, Yep, got me the same way. If you think they, they if they threw me out, they definitely going to throw you out. And I was, I was yelling Woo-hoo, and screaming. Evie, stop you know who stop I am? I'm, Kevin Hart's my guy. They was like, we know. And you got to get the f*** out. Well, if it makes yeah, you feel better, they they threw Oprah out. No, they didn't throw no Never. damn Oprah out. I'm lying. I'm kidding. Never. <laughs> if they, if they, they ever tried to show, if they ever tried to throw Oprah out for something like that, Oprah would look at them and say, "In fact, give me your phone." Okay. I knew he was gonna be on their side, Charlamagne. That's right. Well, I'm sorry, Mama. <laughs> rules are rules. Right. They definitely Bye threw y'all. me out, though. You can always go see Cat Williams. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Cat, Cat will let you. Uh, Cat will let you record his whole show. Okay. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's happening? bro? Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest, man. Hey, I just want to say that uh, I got a job now, and I'm at work right now, Woo-woo! and I'm pretty happy. All right, brother. You at work, but you on the phone with The Breakfast Club. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. No security, so graveyard shift. I'm at LA, actually, so. Okay. Now you do security, so somebody right now is sneaking in the building while you're on the phone. No, no. You know, I got no lockdown, man. Ain't nobody going to come up here. All right, bro. All right, all right. You got a gun? Nah, nah, I can't. I can't. I'm not allowed to have that. No. All right. All right. Well, just be safe out there, bro. I appreciate it. And you keep us safe. All right, man. (laughs) Hello, who's this? What's up? This is Derek out of uh, out of Waldo, Ohio. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, I just wanted to say on that last segment y'all was talking about, I have to agree with you 110. Um, percent If he'd have shot at my child, I'm with you. I'd have been at this house. Yeah, especially uh, I see that video, of my kid running away and you shooting. Yeah. Now I understand if you, if, you. if if things got a little ang- angsty or an- an- you had a little anxiety because mm-hmm. you got robbed five times. I, I mean, if somebody come to my crib, I'm gonna come downstairs too. But I'm gonna see what's going. I'm not gonna automatically assume and start firing. Hey, and what y'all gonna do when y'all get there? What y'all gonna do when y'all get to the man house? Have we a pro- shootout? We probably gonna have some words. Yeah, and then and, and if he go get his hand, if he go get his gun, some words. Might yeah. be some hands flying. That's right. Hands? You demand just shot a shotgun at your child? You think he's throwing hands with you? Now let's be clear. Okay, he is being charged. 
charged. And I'm with you 100. percent He is being charged with attempted murder right now. He should be. You can tell this man. And if you did that, do you want you want to go to jail so that your son's father's in jail now? You would not do that. And if all you want to do is have words with the man, you can have words with the man in the courthouse when he's standing there for attempted murder. No, you can't. Why not? Because no, no, you can no, talk, no, you can't no, talk. No, you gotta, you gotta take him down. Go nope. ahead and chalk it up as a life lesson. There you go. Yes. Thank you, brother. That is a life lesson. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Donald from Brooklyn. Hey, Donald, get it off your chest. Hey, yo, man, I'm very disappointed in hip hop in our community. Uh-uh. You know, oh, Lord. Actors and actresses, yo, yo, for real, for real, y'all, y'all dropped the ball when it came to this Brett Kavanaugh thing. We got Chelsea, uh, not Chelsea Handler, Amy Schumer out there taking a charge, like on some new Tupac issue in 2018. What charge did Amy Schumer get? She got arrested. She got arrested. She was out there protesting. No, she was protesting. She got arrested for protesting. But how do we how do we drop the ball on the Brett Kavanaugh thing? Well, not we, but hip hop. Where's our celebrities out there? Like, I salute Jada Pinkin and all of them coming out for like, yo, let's get our recognition when it comes to awards and all that. Where was they at? Where was they at using their star power when it came to that? Like, don't tweet about another person being murdered in the streets if you're not going to use your star power to come out and stand in when it really matters. Somebody going to the Supreme Court, that's how we change the penile system and the penile code that works against us and all that. That's all I'm saying. There's no disrespect. It's all love, but it's crazy. Like, hip-hop's supposed to be shining a light on all this dark stuff that's going on. That's the essence of it. But well, let me ask well, you a question. We've been, report- you- we've been reporting on Brett Kavanaugh every single morning since this has been happening. Were you out there, brother? Oh, no, it's all love and respect for the, for the breakfast club. I take blame, too. I should have took a bus, a train, and hopped in the car or something and got out there. I, 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 that's all I'm saying is we're not recognizing the fact that we dropped the ball there. Like, okay. that's something that could have really changed the community. That's all I'm saying. All right, I, get, I get you. Thank you, man. I don't think it would have stopped the Republicans for voting. Oh, no, Republicans were voting Brett Kavanaugh in regardless. They yeah. could, Minister Farrakhan could have did a million-man march on the courthouse, and he was still getting in regardless. But I get what the guy's saying. Right. Still want to show up. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Yee, we got rumors on the way? So many things to talk about this morning. I mean, Kanye West and Jim Brown had their okay. luncheon with Donald Trump. So we'll tell you how hip-hop is reacting to that. We'll talk about new music. I mean, we were telling you Quavo is trending right now. So is Usher. I don't even know where to start this morning. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk. Kanye. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor. Well, Donald Trump did sit down with Kanye West and with Jim Brown. And there's a 20-minute video, almost 20 minutes, where you can see what Kanye was saying to Donald Trump, basically uh, talking about how that MAGA hat actually made him feel like a superhero and gave him super uh, powers. If you didn't hear it, um, he also talked about Hillary Clinton and how the I'm with her slogan just didn't resonate with him because... Uh, he didn't grow up with his dad. Here's some of Kanye West. You know, it's something about, you know, I love Hillary. I love everyone, right? But the campaign, I'm with her, just didn't make me feel as a guy that didn't get to see my dad all the time, like a guy that could play catch with his son. It was something about when I put this hat on, it made me feel like Superman. You made a Superman. That was That's my favorite superhero. And you made a Superman cape for me also as a guy that looks up to you, looks up to Ralph Lauren, looks up to American industry guys, non-political, no bullshit, and just goes in and gets it done. Oh, boy. Amongst other things, uh, he said he professes his love for Donald Trump. 
From our standpoint, this was just set up to be a lunch of two people that I like, and I guess they like me. And we're going to have lunch. We're going to talk. You said, you said, yes, you know I love you. I know. Did, did I, did but I don't want to take, I don't want to put you in that spot. But. No, I'm, I'm standing in that spot. I love this guy right here. Let me get this guy. <laughs> right here. And that's from the heart. I didn't want to put you in that position. You know, but, but that's from the heart. Special guy. He gave him a. He embrace. needs some serious help, man. He needs some serious and then he help. Goes on with to some t- real people in his corner. And then he goes on to express his views on uh, police brutality. Police officers are just like us, but this is this whole hate building. And we also, as black people, we have to take a responsibility for what we're doing. We kill each other more than police officers. And that's not saying that the police officer is not an issue because they are in a place, a position of power. A lot of times, it's just the overall lack of reparations that we, at any given point, we say, oh, this is racist, this is racist, this is racist, this is racist. So we don't have the reparations, but we have the 13th Amendment. We got to open up the whole conversation. Listen, man, if Kanye <laughs> wants to engage with Donald Trump, that's his business, and there are no permanent enemies or friends when it comes to business. But the one fundamental problem I have with what I saw yesterday was, yeah, you don't have to bow down to the white man like that. Well, if, you, if you're going to be in the Oval Office, be in there on your feet, not on your knees. My God, don't forget you are Kanye West. All that bootlicking is not necessary. Well, Diddy tweeted, somebody tell this Negro to give me a call. Hashtag not black excellence. Now, T.I. said, now I've been extremely patient uh, and made yeah. it a point to not jump to any premature conclusions about Ye and his antics, particularly partially due to the lessons learned from the outcome of other similar situations dealing with my brother Wayne, which I admittedly mishandled a bit in hindsight. But now this ish is next level futuristic sambo hopping bob st- stepping off Django ass ish yay from what i can gather this is the most repulsive disgraceful embarrassing act of desperation and auctioning off of one's soul to gain power i've ever seen now i recall you asking me to come with you to have this meeting and i declined but bro if any time i would have been in there with you and you behaved that spinelessly in my presence i feel that i'd be compelled to slap the f out of you bro for the people you ass kissing and boot licking on a whole new level and i refuse to associate myself with something so vile weak and inconsiderate to the effect this has on the greater good of all our people if you want to read the whole thing you can look on social media i mean you know and, and, the, and, and the interesting thing is kanye said some things that actually made sense but you i know, would hope so but, in that 20 minutes but when you're saying i'm on your knees you know people people don't hear it like what he said about the school systems and the curriculum being boring and finding more creative ways to teach the kids or why chicago doesn't need stop and frisk the Larry Hoover thing, I'm saying Larry Hoover needs to be free because guys like Larry Hoover create structure in the hood. But once again, you don't have to do all that bootlicking. He said a lot of ignorant stuff, too. He yeah, said a whole I think he said a lot more ignorant stuff. stuff I would hope did. there's a couple of things that make sense. Of course we know that we need more creative ways to teach kids in school, but we also need more finance in these schools. And we also need somebody who might be more of an expert and has some actual plans to put into effect than somebody saying play basketball while you study. And, that, and that's the other thing, too. People, oh people got to understand, Kanye doesn't represent all black people, and we need to stop backing like Kanye is some leader of the black community. He's, he's a leader of Yeezy Industries. He's a, pro- he's a prominent <laughs> member of the black society. And uh, for a lot of people, for a lot of a lot of people follow well, him. Trump, well, Donald Trump looks man. at it like this. He says that his poll numbers with African American have soared after Kanye told the world What's the poll, you? to make America great again. What's this is what this is what Donald Trump. That's what says. I'm saying. That poll don't even exist. I'm just telling <laughs> like, you. There's no poll. Like well, there's no poll. 
All I'm saying is... What he has to say. And the fact that he said that he couldn't relate to the whole Hillary Clinton slogan, I'm with her, because of that situation, does that mean you related to Donald Trump's grabbing women by the vagina? I don't understand it. Yeah, what Donald Trump represents... Man. I think that sounded so crazy... that nobody wants that be, to be a part of. Because she's a woman and you didn't grow up with your dad, you can't relate to being with her? All I'm saying is you don't have to bow down to that the white awful. man like that. Okay. After everything that just happened with Brett Kavanaugh, you make a statement you like be, that. If, if, you don't have to be a bootlicker, man. You, you don't have exactly. to do a lot of the things that he's doing, which I don't understand. If you're going to be it, in the Oval Office being there on your feet, not on your knees. If you're not equipped, knees. you're just not equipped. Maybe you shouldn't have went. And, I, and I'll be honest with you. I, like, I can't support Kanye West. I, I just... I, I you going to wear your Yeezys? What size shoe you wear? I'm, I'm a size 10. What did I tell you yesterday? Yeah, I, like it, it gets to a point where you just really can't. You look at some of the things that he's doing and, and some of the people that he's hurting that really grew up on him and really followed him, and you're like, why? Why are you being such a bootlicker? Like, we support you, Kanye. We support your music. We support your clothing line. But the stuff that you're doing is just dumb and ignorant, and, and you really need... Your wife should be in your corner smacking the ish out of you. I know my wife would. My wife wouldn't have let me go. She would have pulled me out of that that office by my ear, dragging my ass home. Like, what the what's well, wrong with it you? It made me feel sick. But I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. Yeah, and I will say that, you know, like, once again, if you're going if, if to be in the Oval Office, being there on your feet, not on your knees. But truth to the matter is, he's not doing anything wrong. He's just doing things we don't like. There's a difference. What do you mean? He's doing things that we don't like. And we have a choice to say that exactly. I don't support but you. That's all. He's not, doing, all, he's not doing anything wrong. He's made a choice. Just like he thinks slavery he is a choice. A choice he made a choice to support Donald Trump. And all right. we can make our choices too. All right. Now. What you going to do with your Yeezys though? You want them? I don't wear 10. No. But what you going to do with them? I gave mine away. Mm. You should give them away at the car show. I might do that. I got a couple pairs of right, so I might do that. All right. Now, when we come back, the host of The Real will be joining us. Tamara, Lonnie, Tamara. and Adrian. I said Tamara. Yeah. Tamara. I'm sorry, my bad. We'll talk to them when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some friends in the room. Hello. Hello. Yes. <laughs> the host of The Real. Good morning, ladies. Hey, Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Let them introduce themselves individually oh. like an R&B group. Oh, oh geez. Now what? <laughs> okay, where do you want to start? You. Me, Tamara Maury Housley. Adrian Houghton. Lonnie Love and I got vodka in the throat. Hey, oh. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I got. Oh. <laughs> and we had to go there. Everybody was thinking it's Jeannie Mai. Hello. Good morning, people. We flew in like five hours ago. Okay, yeah. I'm drinking on the plane. Yeah. 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 Well, we are happy to be here. Yes. Thank yes. you guys. We've been trying to get on and, um, you know, we're just happy to be here. I know. We're excited to be in New York. And we're just happy. we seen Lonnie Love at the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Yes. That's right. She flew in private. We've seen you fly in private. You were looking for Charlemagne at that time. Yes, I sure was. Why? Why? Because I remember um, when we first started season one, Charlemagne said, big ass Lonnie. And I was like, Whoa. really? I did? Yes. Why would you say that? And I checked it last night. I checked it checked last it? night on Google. <laughs> okay. Just to make sure so that I was right. And I was like, okay, so I had to hit She's been up, harboring so. these feelings for a long time. I love Lonnie, though. Yeah, you do. But, you, you know, you was like, back then it was like, you know, it was before I knew you were Lenard and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, but you, we all been, we always been cool. It was just a joke. I was That's in a all. different headspace then. But did I say it in a bad way? No, it was a joking way. But oh. I like it because, you know, nobody really uh, actually, they they didn't pay attention to it. But I caught it. You caught it. 
And so there, I don't there even remember. Go back and Google. We apologize. We apologize. I apologize. I don't know how you say that. Oh, 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 Big Lonnie. But you know what? No, Charlemagne has improved and you know, I've been following y'all for a long time. I've yes, been listening to your interviews. They've always been great. Mm-hmm. And he has really it, I think he is the example of how you can improve in life. Thank He's you a great much. interviewer mm-hmm. and he has learned how to improve himself. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, we cool. We always Thank been you. cool. He wouldn't say that now. Gold, Gold star Gold. for the day. He's an author. Awesome. So two times. Oh, yeah, I go to therapy every week. Really? Yeah. Hell yeah. We were just talking about that last night. Yeah. We were just talking about yeah. how vital therapy is, no matter what you're going through, that yeah. it's important to process what you're thinking. Even in the yeah. good times. Yeah, so I sure. applaud you for taking that upon yourself. Yes. Exactly. My therapy is vodka, so that's... Yeah. <laughs> it's called self-medicating, Lana. <laughs> 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 well, this morning. We you know, some, you know yeah. what I love about all of you on The Real is that you guys all put your personal selves out there so people mm-hmm. can relate to it, and you yes. guys don't run from things that are happening in the media to you. Yes, because you've been there with us at the table. You yeah. know what it's like, and we have grown through so much. Yeah. 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 Season one is definitely different than season yeah. five. Oh my God. We even dress differently. Oh I got God. new wigs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. we got more money for better lighting. Yes. Hello. Yeah, yeah. better lighting too. How do y'all decide what y'all want to share though? Like I'm sure it's some things when y'all and y'all planning meeting y'all like I don't want to put this there, there's actually moments on the show where we don't plan on sharing it and somehow yeah. the conversation just goes there and we forget yes. that the cameras are running. Yes. And then when you finish you're like Damn, should I have said that? Yeah. Here's an example of something that just came out that wasn't supposed to. I remember Charlemagne just recently had a baby and nobody knew. And Angela, really? he actually announced yeah. it. She sure did. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. He did okay. say it in two separate interviews, and other people told me they heard him say it, and they didn't know it was That's a not true. I edited it. But But you can't edit a video and not tell me it's edited and then think I'm supposed to know. Right, right. I'm thinking so we you should said it. On, yeah, thinking that it. I didn't know he edited it out. I think one thing for me <laughs> yeah. that I remember, we had a question, and it was, mm-hmm. if you knew then what you knew, you knew now, now, what would you do yeah. different? And I was about, I thought I was going to come out and say, invest in Bitcoin, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But then in the moment, in the heat of what I'm going through right now, for anybody who knows what divorce feels like, it effing sucks. It's terrible. And you wake up with a rock in your, uh, in your heart and you just feel like you can't really make it through the day because it's just so heavy, especially when finances get involved, especially when people change. And so in that moment, when I had my Bitcoin line, I was like, it just erupted in me. And it mm-hmm. made me realize, Adrian, when you said, girl, we, I forgot that you were going through divorce. And yeah. it's because yeah. as a good old Asian person, mm-hmm. we suppress ish. And then we just Focus on working. And you can see that episode next week on The Real. Yeah. We intentionally pre-taped that yeah. because we're yes. here. Yes. 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 I, I, you get me? Most of the time we're, we're live. It, though, because, right. you know, when we see you talk about it, at first it was everything was so nice and it was with best right. friends and yes. it's loving and I'm going to stand and by. And it really him. was that way. It was it, that way. When did it turn? Well, it turned when I would say money got involved and ego. Mm-hmm. I would How say long that. has it has it been? It's been it's over been a year. One, it's been about one year. Yeah, wow. about one, actually to date October. Yeah. yeah. But I think you know what? This is where you learn how things change. You know how people say money changes people. Absolutely. Well, so does uh, ego, and the so board. does social media, mm-hmm. and so does the press. And I think that all of that mixed in between. You, you really got to keep yourself grounded at who you are at the core because 
you got to remember who you are because you can't speak for other people. You just got to watch what happened. I did. We didn't know she was going to say it. And so you just, could see our expressions. I was like, whoa. Yeah, my, my stupid card read, I wish people had told me that the food that you eat when you're in your teens really does catch up to you at 30. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have paid attention yeah. to that. Yeah. 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 But that was my stupid thing. And somehow we ended up going into... Just something completely different. And then you guys started yeah. letting out with things like, I never heard like you, Adrian. Past go, engagements. Yeah. Like, just weird. Like, the conversation goes, and then you finish, and you're like, oh, yeah. that got deep. Now, that was therapy. That was therapy. When is that air? That'll uh, be next Tuesday. It, yeah. Next Tuesday, Tuesday's guys. episode. But the voice okay. I know, because I had to call my lawyer about it. <laughs> yes. You, yeah. you still love your husband, yeah. right? Um, y'all didn't get divorced on bad terms, right? We didn't get divorced on bad terms, but love is... Love is... is, is a, that's a word that I have to I have to figure out w- what that means between mm. us right now. Yeah, because mm-hmm. when people, when one thing that he always said, and I love this quote, I really believed yeah, it. Yeah, he said it a your, lot. Your ex? I, yes. Okay. My ex said, "You don't truly know a person until they don't get what they want. Mm-hmm. That's when they that's show true. you who they are." And I see that all the time. If a friend asks you to borrow money, and you're like, "Nah, fam, I'm sorry, I can't." And they they might around. turn around and be a little punky to you, or maybe oh, like yeah. a guy who wants mm-hmm. to, or or a girl who tries to get into bed with you, and you say no. Then they turn into a different way. You're like, oh my god, this Thank is who god you are. I didn't do that. Right? Exactly. Right. Well, right. let's tell somebody at, yes a thousand a times. He, you tell them no one. It's a good quote, but mm-hmm. you wouldn't think that the person you were married to and were with for 10, and 14 years <laughs> and taught you the quote would actually be the best number one example to prove it. Wow. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all got divorced because he wanted kids, right? No, that's not what it was. That was I thought I'm that was over here like no. That he wanted a kid and you didn't want a kid, and that's there's a there's a little more to that, and I can't really get into that right now, but but. Right now, it's just I'm just trying to I'm I'm, I'm keeping afloat. I'm like right here, like gotcha. here's the water yeah, level. We, we I think things are breathe. deeper than that. It's yeah. never just black and white like right. that. Yes. Yeah. Was he cheating? Um, he is having a baby. Yeah, and interestingly, How did that happen so with somebody cheating. before we even divorced. And I thought they that were was already, pretty fast, but yeah, you know, he was cheating. I wasn't going to judge. Right. It right. Was, it was really like the divorce is happening, baby. Yeah. yeah but. And you know That's what's funny? Awkward. Yeah, it was awkward. Yeah, <laughs> I never was the type to really sit there and actually calculate and do math. You know, Tam knows best. Like I, I'm not that, I, I'm not that petty to sit there and like calculate like timing and how yeah, people do things. That is but true. then our we, real we fam, were doing the math we were for doing her. It. Okay, <laughs> and our real fam comes in and goes, "Wait, when you announced that you met this person at this time, and now you're together having the baby at this time, and Jeannie just came out with you guys getting divorced at this time. That's funny. Yeah, and that's when you have to face the facts because." You realize I I'm a Capricorn and I'm mad loyal, mad loyal, and I will but always look for the good in people. We're not gonna put that out there because we don't know for sure. Right. Yes, okay. but I, but, but I will say I always look for the good for, in people. It, I didn't do no math. Okay, I just we're not gonna put that out there. Right. Now, Adrian, yeah, you don't just take condoms specu- off that fast, though. You know what it is. They've been it was a speculation it. and yeah. it's some yeah. between Adrian, us yeah. girls. You're Latino, so is it on site if you see him? Is it on site? You're from the Bronx. Is it on site? Mm-hmm. At this point, possibly, yeah. Okay. okay. I don't even know what might happen. Shit. What, what, I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling very Charlotte in Sex in the City. <laughs> <laughs> I curse the day you and I'm just kidding. But. All right, when we come back, we're going to kick it with more of the hosts of The Real. Tamara, Jeannie, Lonnie, and Adrian. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Break the fuck out. DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We have the hosts of The Real in the building. Yee. When you guys are doing the show and you have to talk about things that are happening to people you're friends with in real life. Ooh. Ooh, right? Yeah. That's I, hard. That. I love, I, this is honest to God, my favorite thing about the show is we will tell you the story 
And then we don't sit there and say, well, she, well, she, well, she. We actually really do try to turn it around and go, well, man, if I was in that position, yeah. and then we bring it back to a personal story of our own. Yes. So it's a jump off point. So we That's just it. use the yeah. headlines as a jump off to the conversation. And sometimes people don't realize that because yeah. they may just see like a tagline or something or, or just a, a clip yeah. or a clip and of they don't the video. See the whole thing. Right. But if you watch the entire thing, mm-hmm. you can actually see what we're talking about in context. But it's a time to get that context. way because yeah. season one, we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know what the hell we were doing yeah. this show. We didn't know what this show was. Now, any artists <laughs> ever hit y'all up for something that y'all said? Curse y'all out. Oh, yeah. Who? You know, well, I had... Me and Lonnie Love had an issue. Lonnie and Angela, you got me for The crazy thing is, yo, you were there. Yeah. You were sitting there. I was, you know good no, and well. She you, really that was not her intention. Mm-hmm. That was I not, swear. I, I don't remember. Look, what all happened. Remember when Kamey Show got at them, too? Yes, so but I don't about. remember. I what? wanted her just to give her side of the story. Mm. I, we wasn't, we didn't say oh. anything bad about her. The name I just was wanted wrong. her to, yeah, well, that too. But this is the thing about when you have a show that has a lot of episodes. We were able to invite Kay Michelle. Yeah. She came she on. And she was so nice. And she was really nice. And she understood. And she actually apologized mm. and said, you know, yeah. she just took it out of out of hand. But it's also the way you handle stuff because, you know, I took a cue from from Yi when she was basically like, no, nah, it's good. It's all good. And I was like, okay. But I just wanted to hear her side. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to do. It wasn't trying to shade her or anything. She got mad. She got on Twitter. Man, so, I didn't like those things that she was saying on Twitter at all. Oh, you know what? What did she say? Oh, she called me ham hock neck. This is before I lost 40 pounds. But uh, even if, like... You can get it. You can can go see it. You can go see it. But I was able to handle it with... Because I'm a comedian, I handled it with jokes. Right. Mm -hmm. And so everybody was kind of like, you know, Lonnie won on that one. And I'm like, no, it's not even about winning. It's about calming this sister down. And then I said, you know what? Come on the real. Just come Mm -hmm. on the real and let's let's talk it out. The same thing happened with me and Monique. You know, there was... You know, um, I have a radio show, Cafe Mocha Radio, and there was some things said when she went through her issue with the whole blackballing and everything. I said, come on the real. And she came on the real. So my thing is we try to invite people. Mm-hmm. If we have an issue, you can come on. We can talk yeah. about it. Let's have a conversation. And it makes for good TV. Oh, definitely. We all love conflict television. <laughs> <laughs> we love conflict radio. Now, did the show lose anything with Tamar, you think? I don't think for don't- me... Okay, because that's the big elephant in the room. I think everybody's been waiting for us to talk about it. Um, in season one and season two, we were all different, mm-hmm. okay? We didn't really know each other that much. It was a new show. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as I know, I was sitting at a table with a girl named Tamar Braxton. I had just met th- these ladies, and I had just met her. Mm-hmm. I was excited. Now, you got to understand something about me. I've been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. I had a production deal with a studio it's, that actually said, let's develop a show for women of color. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah, my you already pro- were tied so in. Yeah. I was already tied in. Mm-hmm. But I had no type of tie-in as far as the casting, things like that. Because mm-hmm. I wanted my own show. That's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. But the studio said, well, we are trying to do this show about women of color. So why don't you just sit in on the casting? I was like, okay. So I sat in on the casting. These, like, Tamar and the rest of these women were the okay. best. Mm-hmm. The best. We had some of everybody come to the audition. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but they were the best at the end because talk show is hard. Y'all know, you know, right. the yeah. chemistry and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, we had a different type of um, show back then. Then season two happened, and it was getting better. But there's something that had happened, and I don't know what happened, mm-hmm. but I can tell you this. Everybody has a different story with Tamar. My story is this. 
she was getting to the point where I was at her house one day. This is after Dancing with the Stars, all this other kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. She looked at me. She said, hey, I want um, to get a, a, a new manager. And I was sitting in her kitchen. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I, you know, I don't know about that. And she said, you know Rashawn McDonald. Rashawn McDonald is Steve, Steve Harvey's Harvey. ex-manager. Mm -hmm. So she said, you know Rashawn. Give me his number. I said, okay. You know, because I think she's a very talented girl. Mm -hmm. So I said, here, I'm going to give you his number. We were sitting in her, and she knows this story. Mm -hmm. She, We were sitting there, and she said, well, what about him? And she pointed out, Pinty. saying to Vince. To Vince. Yes. Uh -huh. Because Vince wasn't there. Vince was out the room. And I said, that's your husband. You know, I don't know. Talk to him or whatever. Tell right. him you want a cold something. Mm -hmm. But I believed in her in her talent so much that if she asked me for something, we all sisters. Right. When she was sick, we all went to the hospital mm -hmm. to see her. We sure did. We, when she, even when her sisters wasn't around, mm -hmm. we were around for her. Mm -hmm. So when the incident happened, when she got fired, I didn't know about it because I went on the Wendy Williams show that Friday. Why would I go on a Wendy Williams show if I knew one of my castmates was going to get fired that next Monday? I got a call on Saturday. They said that Tamar was being let go. Mm -hmm. I asked the question. We all got on a text, and we were like, what, what is going on? What is going on? We were yeah. calling her. Right. Calling yeah. We yes. called her. Calling, She's not picking yeah. up the phone. Nothing, right? Right. Now, remember... She put out an uh, Instagram that said she had been backstabbed. Mm -hmm. And the first person she unfollowed was me. Okay? Mm -hmm. So people assumed yeah. that, that you I was the one. Right. Right. And then I know Tamar because she's a good person. She probably saw all the heat that I was getting. Then she unfollowed Jeannie. Mm -hmm. Then after a couple of days, she unfollowed these two. Then when all of that happened, I get on a plane to go to Atlanta. Who's in front? This is how God works. Who's in front of me first class? Her sister, Tawanda. Mm -hmm. Her sister, Tawanda, said, Lonnie, I am so sorry this is happening to you. Mm -hmm. We know you didn't have nothing to do with it. She said, but I'm going to tell you something. They just did an emergency filming of the Braxton Family Values, and you need to see the episode. I said, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. She said, you just need to see the episode. I was like, what? Well, I had a person that worked at WeTV. When you're a good person... People will people will come for you. The person that worked at WeTV contacted me and said, "Look, we saw the rough cut of the um, Braxton family values. You are being named. The girls are being named, and Vince is doing the naming." Wow. So I called my attorney. I didn't tell these girls this. This is the first time they're hearing this. Mm. I I sat here and I called my attorney. I said. You got to call WeTV and let them know that if they're naming us, we're going to have to have legal action Definitely. because we had nothing to do with this yeah, defamation 100%. of character. Mm -hmm. So when you look at that WeTV, they turned around and they did an extra cut. Mm -hmm. But if you Google, you can see that there was a blogger that actually saw the rough cut. And it says Vince names us saying that we jealous. He names me specifically. And you know why I say he does that? Because I gave her the number of Rashawn right. McDonald. Look how that story oh. just so you may not have gotten her fired. You may not have gotten her fired, but you definitely got to get a divorce. <laughs> you know what, <laughs> That's all you heard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Somebody, somebody, somebody clearly didn't like Tamar, though, right? No. Oh, no. Was, for no reason. No. Why was she going to go? Does anybody know why she was going to go? We don't know. That's above my pay grade. You can decide who's on the show. You know, she knows the truth. 
And if this sucks. is the thing. If you don't like us, if you didn't like us, and you thought we had you fired, mm-hmm. why would you want to sit with us when we got all nominated for an Emmy? Mm. See, y'all mm. don't ask the right questions. <laughs> she, mm. Y'all don't ask no. Because she goes, well, because, you know, we've been accused of, you know, she invented the show that was and all that kind of stuff. Right. That That's was, hurtful. That was not true. Mm. That's not all. true. Well, let's bring Tamar in. She's here. Come on, Tamar. Okay. Yeah. Fine. I, 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 I want to have a conversation. I, I have no beef. We need to have a conversation. Okay, none of y'all have spoke since. No. no. Wow. But none no. of our information has changed. No. Yeah, none of our numbers have We're, changed. We heard that y'all was complaining because Vince would be standing behind the scenes with his mouth open all the time. You know what? You know what? I'm done. You know what? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Vince, at the at the time, at the, this is he honest really truth. Invested. He was invested. Mm-hmm. He would help us. He was all about, you know, all of us, like, getting something from the studio. Something happened, and he knows what happened. But he's trying to save face, I believe, because he knows that something had happened with him and Tamar. Either it's some deal messed up. I don't know. All right, we have more with the host of The Real. When we come back, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We have the host of The Real in the building, Yee. I want to talk about this article I read in the New York Post, and they said one of the best things you can do for couples therapy is watch porn together. Mm-hmm. And they said that's actually great for couples to do. So I want to get your guys' opinion on that and if you've ever done Watching that. porn together. I, well, you the marry one, you two. It, it wouldn't bother me. My husband's just not into porn. You same better thing. not be pastor. <laughs> no, but... Oh no. <laughs> no, I know it sounds weird, but, like, some people just really, like, it doesn't do anything for them. Uh, I, I don't... I don't... I don't mind watching porn, personally. <laughs> He he does he just does not enjoy that. Do so you watch on your phone or the laptop or the uh, phone? No. Phone, but okay. What about you, Tamara? I, I, can well, I be honest? It's okay. very rare that as a married person you're alone. Um, like what do you mean? I don't watch porn anymore because I don't have to do it to myself anymore. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yes, yeah. like, I have, you could ask him. Yeah, I just have sex with my uh, husband. Okay. There you go. okay. So I I have watched porn before. Ooh. Okay. Really? Yeah. We hope yes. so. Shocking. Groundbreaking. <laughs> of course. Right? <laughs> but people probably think I, I haven't. Yeah. They think I'm naive in that sense. My thing is, is when I watched when I watched porn, I just saw that like their bodies don't look like my bodies. And I you, want, you gotta watch amateur. That's a uh, amateur. Uh, girl, yeah, you're paying for the amateur. expensive That's kind. Like when people, you gotta people go just film it. I don't want my husband because I like I prefer that good stuff online, girl. <laughs> of how my how you know my 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 body is. Obviously, he knows what it looks like now. And honestly, we have so much fun. Now I don't need I don't yeah. need to look at that. But not my right. husband is not like a this porn. is real. Yeah, not to put you out there's there, some dudes that like be into that, and then there's other dudes that just. Like, don't really enjoy... The, like, I, she was giving them details yesterday on the plane just how yeah. they get... <laughs> you know, you details about with your husband? Yeah. You know, we, we all, always do. Not you know, in, like, talk. specific details. But we do talk. Oh, my goodness. And Adam... Uh, but, but... Uh, oh, she's going to smash your husband. You better watch that. No. <laughs> oh, hell no. 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 You don't the tell your husband thing. how good... You don't tell other girls how good your husband is in bed. No, I'm uh, happy I, at I, how she, he makes don't my Don't nobody want Adam but her. Okay. And I am aware of that. <laughs> and I am fine with that. Goodness gracious. Claudia, do you think Adam's racist? No, of course no. not. He no, just no, get on what? my nerves. That's all. No. Explain, explain to me why not. people would think that. What he said, because he used to work at Fox News. So for whatever Which reason. Well, yes, but anyone. this is the misconception. Yeah. My husband was, he actually left. He's Mr. Mom right now mm-hmm. and killing it. 
Um, and he owns a winery, so mm-hmm. that's what he's doing right now. What people don't understand is that my husband was a Fox News correspondent. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between being a Fox News correspondent and a Fox News opinion host. Mm. My husband is a badass. Mm. My husband covered Cover hurricanes. hurricanes. <laughs> my husband covered tsunamis. Oh, yeah. My yeah. husband yeah. Like, covered yes. the war. Mm-hmm. So totally his different. main thing And we gotta hear hard, about it all the damn time. Hard. I was in <laughs> Afghanistan. Oh, it's true. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Hardcore yeah. facts. And that's one of the reasons why he left. Mm-hmm. He feels like right now with the news, everybody is so like mm-hmm. opinionated and he's like, oh, I don't yeah, want this. Polarized. I don't, I'm, yeah, it's so polarized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just he, he wants to focus on on, on that. But th- right now, it's a great time for us to just take a break mm-hmm. from from my husband working, you know, in the news because we have two children that are in school mm-hmm. right now. Being a, a correspondent, you would travel um, like half the year, mm-hmm. and with me working on the real, mm-hmm. which takes a lot of my time, and him traveling, we're family people. Mm-hmm. We got to yeah. have someone at, at home. And one thing about my husband, and that's the reason why I always defend my husband, he is my number one fan. Mm-hmm. He is willing to be Mr. Mom for me so that I can live out my dreams, yeah, so right. I can do the things that I want to that's do. Shit, that's right. a good white man but right there. But you see the, <laughs> really, you see the difference really and how is. that could be misunderstood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, her, covering a hurricane versus, like, being a political... Yeah. Yeah. Because at one yeah. point, really when things. he did work for the network, uh, the, the, the agenda is now changed. It's mm-hmm. different. My husband uh, worked there for 17 years. He started... My husband's 47, so he started, you know, a lot younger and it's changed news has changed because of everything that is going on right right now is it difficult to be married to a white man in this political climate I think it's difficult to be married to a white man in this political climate who worked for Fox News. Mm. <laughs> because there is, you know, because right. some of the things yeah, that they have said, you're like, oh Definitely God. Crazy. Absolutely. You know? And my husband, he he got he got tired of always fighting that. Like, listen, I don't endorse those thoughts. I'm not that type of person. One thing I love about my husband and his family, my sister in law is Filipino. There, there are these two white boys who Both actually married, married white women yeah. of color. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine how frustrating that is when you have people put this false narrative mm-hmm. on him that is not true. And it has if nothing to do with friends, anything that he said. Exactly. No. They can pull up, and like, you, here's where he well, said What they do is they mm-hmm. always take things out of context. Absolutely. But you can people already imagine how hard it is. We just spent almost half the interview explaining what everybody has thought for the mm-hmm. last About almost the five Tamar seasons thing. of yeah. The Real because we are under the network <laughs> of Fox and Telepictures and what happens, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden we get pinned for it. Same mm-hmm. thing with Fox News. That has nothing to do with one person doing their job. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you ladies for joining us. I know you got to go. <laughs> Thank you. Y'all got to come and kick it for longer yeah, than yeah, time some for more. minutes next time. I yeah, I'll tell y'all oh. more stories. Uh, <laughs> Maybe Lonnie will have her own show next she time. Will. time. And <laughs> you know what? I'd love to be on that. I would too. Lonnie, you do got a sitcom or something coming, right? I do. I have a development deal with Warner Brothers. Thank you. And I have a hey. show that's coming out on E called yes. Funny Dance Show. So, Yay. yeah, I'm doing, I'm a, I'm a black creative. Thank you. Yes. And she said I'm going to be reoccurring on her sitcom. Yes, I'm I yes. uh, no, I don't think she said that. <laughs> 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 don't think said you that. gotta wait till that patient takes side. It's the host of the real. I can't. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> the Breakfast Club.
about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, the first of the Migos solo albums has come out. Quavo Huncho is out now. Now, he premiered the album last night on DJ Khaled's We The Best Radio. Now, it's available for everybody. Uh, there's 19 songs on there featuring Kid Cudi, Madonna, Cardi B's on the album, Take Off, of course, and Offset, Lil Baby, Travis Scott, Drake, his girl, Sweetie, uh, 21 Savage. All of that is on the album. But everybody is talking about this Huncho Dream song where he's talking about Nicki Minaj. All right, here is part of that song. Raise the prices, raise it two times. Two. No cap, these girls be the new vibe. New. We don't like suicide, so the doors fly. Do. She said I heard her feelings 52 times. Two. Call her queen. Nikki. The queen can't flex on the young boy. Made her scream. scream. Chanel, I bought her two on. You can check IG. Cause when she posted, go up. Go. Is she for kids? for kids? Only if she come with two on. Two. Yeah, I be sniping. Snipe. I can't be wifing, not a wife. I know she feisty. I'm Huncho Bison. She treat me righteous. Righteous, righteous. No, they don't mean to brag. No, I be trying to keep it cool, but I snipe your ass. No Fifi, I skip TV on your face ass. Call the Huncho to come tap that ass. Pull up on you auto tune when I cut that ass. Pull it on your weed, cross the roof when I pipe that ass. But what about listening to it now? What do you do? Uh, this is Quavo talking about Nicki. Now, if you heard, he said that, um, you know, she said he hurt his feelings 52 times, and that's because of the whole motorsport thing and situation. She said that Quavo hurt her feelings with that. And then he talks about the two Chanel bags. If you remember, Nicki Minaj is opening up those two Chanel yeah, bags. On Instagram, here's a little flashback in case you don't remember that. That was a feeling so, when she so, got the bag? So That's what she, that was when she posted on Instagram opening me, up the Chanel bag. Y'all just played me a bunch of Nicki Minaj ad-libs. I'm posting... Uh, that, that was how I guess getting excited when she got her Chanel bag. Oh, yeah, this, you, was, this you, post you. was very viral. She's opening my wife, the two man. Chanel so bags. They, my wife don't react like that. I gotta make sure. And he so was saying cool. check the Instagram kids, if you want to so. see that. Now, here's some more of what of what he had to say on Huncho Dreams. Nicki, do you love me? Why you crying? She don't want to be a queen unless she got me. She don't want to be on scene unless we married. No cap. Real tea in my double cup, it can't spill. Left the five on the dresser at the hotel. Drunk as hell, made a hotel. If the truth hurt, then I won't tell. Bounce that ass, Nikki. Bounce that ass, Nikki. Shake it like Iggy. Shake it like Iggy. If I hurt your feelings, I am truly sorry. I'm straight out the jungle. No safari. And yeah. Safari responded to that last line. He said, straight out the jungle, no Safari, I'll take it. Funny thing is, I was waiting for this Huncho album to drop. It's fire. Tea in my double cup of can't spill. That's a very sassy, savage line. I like that. Dropping a clue bomb for Quavo. So is this real or is this like a response to Barbie Dreams? I think it, it is a response to Barbie Dreams. Whether or not it's real, we don't know. He said he put $5 on the, on the, on the counter, like, I put $5, see you later? It's a disrespectful song. Damn. But maybe it is just him though. responding to Barbie Dreams. Her song wasn't real, so yeah, maybe his song isn't real at all. you think Quavo would kiss and tell like that? You I know? mean, it's Huncho yeah. Dreams, so maybe for like him... I kissing and tell. For maybe him, for him, it's dreams of what it would have been like. Yeah, man. Like, like, nah, could, I don't think so. It could be a response to Barbie Dreams, but if it is real, I don't like kissing and telling. Why? For what? Great entertainment. What's the point of it? I like you talking about it. great entertainment. What's the point of it? Like, yeah. Everybody does it nowadays. Okay. Come on now, Charlamagne. You smash. Cool. All right.
Tell your boys. All right, another person who put out an album was Usher. It was a surprise album. He, he put out a full Instagram. album? Oh, it's eight songs. So oh. it's an EP. What's it called? Breakout? And Zaytoven produced it. jerk, man. What's it called? It's called A, as in Atlanta. Oh. All right. Um, so one song people are talking about is this song. It's called Gift Shop featuring Gunna. Treat a Gucci store like a gift shop. Hey. Treat a Gucci store like a gift shop. Hey. Locked in the bag like a ziplock. Hey. Got your main thing in the lip lock. Hey. Treat a Gucci store like a gift shop. Hey. Treat a Gucci store like a gift shop. Hey. Automat don't go TikTok. Hey. Icebox diamonds in my wristwatch. Got it, I'ma spin it, got it, do it. Because I'll be talking about a maze. Cause I know tickets. Blue tints ain't pretty. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm in your ship. If I allegedly had the gift that keeps on giving, I'd have a song called Gift Shop too. He also has a song with Future called Stay at Home on here. But again, it's eight songs. It's produced by produced by Zaytoven. The whole thing? Uh, yeah, it's Zaytoven and Usher. Is he talking about anything that's been going on the past couple years? Is any alleged... You know, I didn't talk, hear it. I didn't hear it. It just came out. Surprise. I have no idea. What happened to the records JD was producing? And, and they said they were talking about everything. That's what I was waiting well, for. Well, this is just their joint project. So maybe that's not done yet. But this is a joint uh, EP that he did okay. with Zaytoven. It's only eight songs. But yes, that's available now as well. So I listen today. LMA's just, album's out today, too. Okay. I'll listen to that later. I'm just waiting for Usher to own... If he does indeed have herpes like they're saying, I'm just waiting. Why is that all you I'm care about? You don't want to just hear some good music? The reason I'm waiting for him to own it is because he could help uh, eliminate the stigma of herpes in, in America. So drop one of Clues Bombs for everybody out there with herpes. Listen, I'm one of these people out there that appreciates herpes? all our listeners with herpes. Oh, okay. Okay, because it's one in three, two in five. That's a lot of people. It's really just a skin disease at the end of the day. Well, well unless you're sleeping with somebody. Two and it's, six? It's their own business. One in three? You know. Right, what I say? I didn't go to math mm -hmm. class. Never mind. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. <laughs> I went to remedial math because I failed some type of test. So all the kids that everybody would deem slow that rode the show bus, I was in class with them. That's how I ended up getting choked out by this little kid. I tell y'all that. I told y'all that story. Yeah, you told All us that time. story. Yeah, yeah. All right. But Charlamagne. Yes. Who are you giving that down to? Uh, four after the hour, we need uh, two brothers from Chicago to come to the front of the congregation. Uh, I think we've all been behind on our rent before, and we've all come up with different plans to pay our rent, but I don't think any of us ever devised a plan like this. Okay. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. Charlemagne the Devil? Possibly. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Yes, Donkey today for Friday, October 12th, goes to Tony Green and Elijah Green, two brothers, 22 and 25 years old, from Chicago. Now, look, I keep telling y'all every day of our lives, we have one job, and that job is to avoid crazy. All right, that's the one fundamental thing we all have to do in order to survive. But sadly, in America, we don't go looking for crazy. Crazy comes looking for us. Now, we have all been behind on our rent at some point in our lives, right? Safe to say that, huh? Mm -hmm. okay. Absolutely. Uh, some of us have left apartments and not even paid our final month's rent. Am I just speaking for myself here? Huh? Okay, well, I want to apologize to Providence Park Apartments in Columbia, South Carolina. I think I still owe y'all $630. I didn't see it on my credit report, though, but I, I apologize. Times was hard back then. All right, when you're behind on rent, there's really nothing you can do. You either have the money or you don't. If you don't have the money, well, you're eventually getting evicted. So you have to go out there and do what you got to do to get money. Simple as that, okay? Most landlords don't have empathy. And honestly, I'm not sure if they have to have empathy, all right? That's not their job. Their job is to be landlords. And if you're late on rent or don't pay rent at all, it's my job to give you an eviction notice and get you up out of here. So if you don't have a job, then you have to find a way to make that money every month. Well, Elijah and Tony... They didn't have the money. 
Okay, they was late on rent. So to avoid getting evicted, they came up with a plan. Well, let me rephrase. They actually executed a plan. And that plan to avoid paying rent was a simple one that they didn't think all the way through. They killed their landlord. Let's go to Fox 32 Chicago for the report, please. Two tenants murdered an elderly Rolling Meadows landlord whose decomposing body was found in a sewer in the south side. Vasudeva cared about his tenants in neighborhoods like Englewood. Two of those tenants, 25-year-old Elijah Green and 22-year-old Tony Green, were charged with murdering the 76-year-old landlord. The two brothers allegedly called Ketheretti about repairing a leaky roof. Then Tony stood watch while Elijah choked him. It happened in August, but the victim the victim's body wasn't found until last week when cell phone records led them to a sewer near the Greens' home. It was discovered that a witness conducted Google searches on a phone number registered to Tony Green about how long it takes for a body in sewer water to decompose. The victim's son says he actually met the Green brothers while searching for his dad last August. Prosecutors say both suspects have given video confessions, but each of them tried to blame the other for actually choking the victim. Bond was denied for both suspects. Tony and Elijah made a permanent decision based off a temporary financial situation. Uh, here's my thing, okay? You killed a landlord. Did you think that eventually this building wouldn't find a new landlord? Did you think killing the landlord would make you not have to pay rent for the rest of your life? Did you kill the landlord because you wanted to go to prison because you get room and board and food for free? I just don't understand the thought process, but I've gotten to the point in my life where I'm not trying to make sense of crazy. I'm just trying to avoid it. Not to mention I would never get used to people communicating crimes on their phone. I grew up in an era of not talking on the phone about any dirt. Nowadays, y'all are Googling about the crimes that you committed. Tony and Elijah dumped the landlord's body in the sewer and then Googled this. It was discovered that a witness conducted Google searches on a phone number registered to Tony Green about how long it takes for a body in sewer water to decompose. You can't make this kind of stuff up. Uh, both brothers have since admitted to being involved in the plan to kill the landlord and hide his body, and they are currently sitting in the Cook County Jail, living rent-free, awaiting their Friday court hearings uh, this morning, and something tells me they won't ever have to worry about paying rent again for the rest of their lives. Please give Elijah Green and Tony Green the biggest hee-haw, please. All right. Sheesh. Thank you for that donkey today. Now, when we come back, Donnell Rawlings will be joining us. He's Why? a good friend of all of ours. He is. Uh, Ashy Larry. Um, He's at Caroline's all weekend. Yeah. And usually usually when he comes up here, we, we do something foul. To He's him. very emotional. Yes, very emotional. So we like to prank him sometimes to make it a little more interesting. I thought we wasn't. I thought we was going to talk about Kanye. I thought we were going to tell Donnell we wasn't going to be here today. I mean, well. I, I have something a little more fun. What? That we can do. Uh, so last time he was here, we didn't laugh at any of his jokes. No, we you didn't. You guys remember that? He was trying to... I mean, he wasn't funny. ...say some funny he things. He was funny. And we were very straight-faced, but he kept on firing, 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 trying Correct. to tell a joke. It was really sad. Uh, so I think what you guys should do is be disrespectful, leave the room. I'm going to act like y'all are not here, and you did not wait to do this interview with him, and we're going to try to figure something out. And he's going to be so hurt because he thinks you guys are his brothers. All right, so we'll just leave and, and act like we, we just didn't have time for him. And he's going to probably cry. All right. Well, that, that's, that that's seems honest because we really don't have no time for him today. But All I, right. All right. So, Donnell Rollins, when we come back, Charlamagne, let's get out of here. And you you hold it. Well, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Donnell. Hey, boo. Hi. So, we're going to do something different today. And which is? <laughs> You're going to be so mad. I'm not on the show? All right. So, what happened is Charlamagne left because he had to be somewhere. And then Envy was like, I'm not staying. And he left, too. 
He disrespected me like that? I feel bad because I know we always joke around. Yeah, and I just put his All right, what can we do? I, um, I mean, I'll do whatever you need now, but I won't be on even locally. <laughs> I'm sorry, I feel bad. We're just playing with you. <laughs> <laughs> Don Nelson, what can we do? I was only a minute away from saying envy. I'm unfollowing him. He said he disrespected Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. And again, we got our guy. First off, y'all not the breakfast club. Y'all the evil club. This <laughs> ain't even April Fool's. I'm not evil like Donnell. We wanted to play a little prank on you, but you I did. felt bad. Your lips started quivering. My lips didn't quiver. Your lips quivered a what little I bit. Am, what I've learned to be in my career is a problem solver. We all deal with problems, right? True indeed. But how do we deal with the problems when we solve them? So when <laughs> Angela Yee told me that both of y'all had walked out on my interview. Of course, Correct. I was disrespectful. I, I thought I was disrespected. <laughs> I wanted to talk about how you never supposed to trust light-skinned people like that. And I gave you a pass. And I was like, I, I, I thought it was serious. I was trying to problem solve it. Like, how do I be able to do the Breakfast Club interview? And that's when they uh, let me know that y'all played a joke of me. Your eyes music. got watery. I felt <laughs> Angela I'm can't an hold actor. it. Angela actor. couldn't hold it. I I'm felt bad. Because, look, I know your son, Austin. Right. I saw Austin's little Shout face. Shout out to Austin. I love you, man. I, I really thought y'all was being disrespectful. And it really hurt, <laughs> it really hurt me because me and you talk all the time. All right? the time. That's my guy. And I'm like this. You, I'm like, he couldn't give me a heads up or anything. And I was like, I was like, that's how it is. But, See? And we I mean, waited five more minutes. We got all of that on camera. Charlamagne couldn't text me? It was coming. Kevin Hart really did buy these chairs. Yeah, yes, he did. Because it's, it's built in for the Kevin Hart size. Yes. Now, here's the thing. This is when you know Kevin Hart is upset when we start talking with his it's thumbs and his fingers. What did you here's think about all of that from a comedian, an OG comedian like yourself? I think, I, first off, I think enough is enough. You know what I'm saying? I, I've listened to all the interviews, and I definitely think it's unfortunate because all the people that in, are in the beef are, being, are, are successful. That's the crazy part. You know what I'm saying? Just, but the thing is, sometimes people don't respect everybody's come up. Yeah. And I also think that it's easy for people to say, well, that's just my opinion. But everybody on the outside wants you to have a humble opinion. Mm. They want you to be humbled by it. I listened to the cat with, I, on the other on another station. Too. What did you think about that when he was shooting at Tiffany Haddish and, and everything? First off, the, the first thing I thought was crazy <clears> was how the host, Wanda. <clears> you know <throat> what I'm saying? I thought that... You know, when he said you're not a good interviewer, I agree with him 100%. You know what I'm saying? She was trying to put him in a corner. We all know what uh, the demons that uh, Cat Williams has dealt with. You know what I'm saying? And me traveling and doing morning radio every time. After a while, you get sick of the same question. And she was trying to put him in that situation where he reacted like that, and he reacted. Now, on the comedian side of it, I speak the comedian language. I kind of understood what Cat Williams was trying to say. People get to a certain level, certain route. You know what I'm saying? Has Tiffany Haddish been on a 100-city tour? No. You know what I'm saying? Has, has Tiffany Haddish been a headlining country, a headlining community across the country? No. But she had a different path. Mm -hmm. While everybody else was out on the street, Tiffany Haddish was out there. She was auditioning. Now, that could have been a question. How many auditions you had before you got there? Her path, she's a TV star. And I think... When, TV I think, and movie star. Huh? TV and the movie yeah. star. Mm -hmm. And but I she think, started on stage, though. But she started on stage. But what, what Cat Williams was trying to compare was... He was trying to compare the people that have been on the ground for years and years and years, banging out an hour of comedy every night. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Before Tiffany Hash blew up, she was, and this is no disrespect, I love her, she was a feature. She was a strong feature, headline. I remember one time she asked me, Donnell, can I get some road work? This was like three or four years ago, but at the same time, 
she sacrificed going on the road to commit to being an actor, to put himself in a position. Mm-hmm. Now, some of the things that Cat Williams said, I could have respected more if he would have said, I appreciate her hustle. She started when she was 15. She was a foster kid. You know what I'm saying? How many success stories you know of people that came from foster homes that have made it? If he would acknowledge I would have kind of understood some of the things you said. I think that was, throughout that whole interview, I think that was the most unfortunate part about it because you got to give her a prop. Yeah, you can't she knock somebody's is, pa- you can't, path to success. You can't, you can't, you can't do that. Now, and, what about Lil Rel? Do you think Lil Rel's cute? Or you think he's ugly? <laughs> See, that, here's another thing, and I wasn't going to address that. You ask crazy questions, huh? And you do a lot of booty talk too, son. I listened to you three times on the radio, and you talked about the the, the, the boobity boob. Why in your butt. are you putting your finger up and rolling? it I'm around? in Kevin Hart's you know, seat, you son. Know, you gotta just start doing that. You know his booty's wide open right now. I see, and then you always endorse it. You, you, wow, wherever you do the booty joint, you do the no look away assist, son. Go back with the booty, son. You know what I'm saying? And I know when you talking about the the, the the booty, the pop joint, son. I know at a certain age you gotta deal with it, but you ain't gotta talk about it. And you made it so like you have a conversation while. Insertion is going on. Donnell, <laughs> Donnell be like, he, he sent me this. He sent me Fleece Johnson, the Booty Warrior video. <laughs> then he goes, "You going for the third booty joint? <laughs> three, three booty joints? It's a two booty minimum, son." Well, you know, he you went with third. Seriously though, do you think do you think Lil Rel's ugly? Oh my goodness. You think, I don't, he, I don't you think he's only on because he's ugly? I mean, I, I I won't say he's ugly. I'll say he suffers from what I suffer with. It's called the regular face. It was a regular face. I know you don't think you have a regular face anymore. But <laughs> you know, I know, and you coming from like a fine man's perspective, it's like let's talk about these ugly. <laughs> right, like he's not with you. Them. Was one of us. Son. <laughs> you just left Hold us. On. You gotta you say said, this. You said was. You I, said I, I said, left. No, because you just know acknowledge what? I'm fine. You is in the beyond. He flirted in with the, you, Donnell. In the eye of the beholder, and you believe you fine. So <laughs> subconsciously, I'm starting to think oh, that. Do that son. over. We should I do should R. Kelly, I Believe I Can Fly. I believe I, ain't doing I am nothing. Fine. I ain't doing nothing with R. Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> please don't. Yo, I done burnt my CDs yeah, and, and everything, so I stand clear of that. Donnell, so. you wrote something a little weird to me. Can you read this out loud? Oh, what? my goodness. This <laughs> love booty talk. That's not what it says. That's not what it what, says. What it I said, was he having a full conversation with a finger his booty? <laughs> Me love booty talk. No, I didn't say that, but you know, that's a typo. Sometimes you're talking to me love booty talk. Yeah, when you text it too fast, sometimes it says, It says, Me love booty talk. I was like, What is done now? It was in reference to the situation with Charlamagne. That's what it was. Did you hear Rob Stapleton up here? I didn't hear Rob Stapleton. Okay. He was talking about Tracy Morgan. Yeah. And he felt like um, he had the film that he was working on and he hit up Tracy Morgan about it. And, well, he tried to. He went through somebody that. Uh, was close to Tracy Morgan because he doesn't have his number anymore. Right. And he was upset that Tracy Morgan didn't even look at the film to see about helping him with... Nobody owe you anything. Mm. Nobody owe you anything. This mm. man right here, and I had to get over it. He, he said something to me, and I was like, yo, son, post this joint. And he told me, he said, yo, build your own arc and they'll come. And my response was that, like, you still post my shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but what I will say was, I took that. I wasn't upset about it. For a minute, I was. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but I'm saying, you got a nail, you got a handle. Help me build this, son. I'm like, this, we was guy code and all that. But you sometimes, the best left lessons in life are the toughest lessons. Right. Had he had not told me that, I would have been always feeling like somebody owe me something. Rob Stapleton, he was upset, but don't nobody owe you anything. But I guess Rob was upset because he <laughs> felt like he wrote a bunch of things for, for Tracy. Yeah, and, and, then, and, then he, and then he felt like Tracy, even if he told him no, he would have liked for him to have at least 
looked at it and told him no. Yeah, but you can't, like, we first off, if you're going to ask somebody for anything, prepare yourself for them to say no or the rejection. If you're not prepared for that, then you ain't prepared to ask them. All right, we got more with Donnell Rollins. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Donnell Rollins is in the building. Yee. Now, Donnell, let's be clear. You are officially part of The Breakfast Club. He is. Whoa, 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 whoa. Officially, in what sense? You're not, you're not getting paid. If that's what you ask asking. You wow. do man on the street for us on Revolt. I do man on the street. Y'all don't never talk about it. They don't think I'm man on the street. I do Y'all don't never talk about it. Do you don't do no morning. drops or nothing. What are you talking about? You got to accidentally stumble on me like, oh, yeah, he on the... I, I don't do got drops no every morning for Revolt. Absolutely. But where's my key card? Can I get a key card? Yeah, it's not going to work. I don't think we want you up here like okay. that. Yeah, yeah, not like that, like that. <laughs> no, I just, yo, but I am, I, and people real people love Breakfast Club. Everywhere I go, people love the Breakfast Club, but they always say, why you let them f- with you like that? Aww. Oh. Everywhere I go. <laughs> what are you talking no, about? You're not, evil, son. I still feel bad about earlier. I do. I'm yeah, sorry. No, no, you don't. You I, feel I do bad. After you, did, you didn't have that look on your face at the beginning. You was like, you let me ride with lip with shaking like a crackhead <laughs> <laughs> and everything. I like the way that you um, kept your career going even after Chappelle's show. It's like he had a career before that. I had a career before that, but it's now had a lot of up and downs too. But he's been able to, to, to drive through though. I don't think I had. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what are you no, talking son, about? What are you talking about? Yeah, son? I had no up and down. But I, what I, had, yo, yo, he's, down, he's, he's, he's like, you don't remember you were a driver for a while. See, how do you see that? <laughs> now, I will say I've, I've been a career of 23, 24 years. I've been consistent. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's what I always thought. Yes. But what people think is like you when you part of shows like. The Wire, when you part of shows like Chappelle show, those shows are so iconic. People want to compare the rest of everything you did to that. Would you consider Chappelle a gatekeeper? Um, I wouldn't consider him a gatekeeper. I, I consider him as a person that can make opportunities. Mm-hmm. Of course he can make opportunities. And the mm-hmm. thing is, a lot of times, the reason why people don't want to give another man opportunities is because they're afraid that that person is going to outshine them. And testament them. Yeah. to Dave's character, and I, I consider myself a beast on stage. Dave will put me on the road. The average headliner is not with me. And for Dave, when I'm on the show with him, nobody knows that I'm there. They're like DJ Trauma, who's normally the, 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 the resident DJ. DJ Trauma. Shout, out Shout out to DJ Trauma. But he'll be like, okay, guys, we can ready to start the show. We got a special guest. You see him on the wire. You get a claps, a couple claps. You see him in Spider-Man 2, you get a couple claps. But then he'll say, but you fell in love with him as Ashley Larry from the Chappelle Show, and the room goes ape. The average headliner is not going to want anybody to get that reception before they go on. Mm-hmm. I go up there, I do my thing, and then him being the person he is, he come right behind it. Two different styles. Everything you're saying is accurate except for the crowd going ape No, 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 no. You must he, not be in my there. show. No, they did go crazy for Donnell. And not ape You know what he sound like? You know what he sound like? A hater. Yeah. And you know a hater, they always start these sisters up like this. I mean, I mean, they went ape but they didn't go ape I mean, no. You know what I really? Enjoy watching you perform in like the smaller venues. The Radio City Music Hall, those big uh, venues like that, they're like they're the showcase venues, you know. But if you really want to see a test of a true mm-hmm. comic, like you say, find them in an intimate environment. Yeah. Find them in the smallest situation. It's probably like seventy people. That was a. I won't. I won't. That's say, the downtime. Envy was talking I about. Won't. <laughs> he got to practice somewhere. That was. A, that was. A, <laughs> quick story. There's a um, a celebrity chef. I won't say that name. Celebrity chef. My son. When I was having babies, my baby, my son's baby shower. I wanted this celebrity chef to, you know, like come and help me with the food for my son's baby shower. So I reached out to the chef and we were all good. And then at the last minute, they pulled away. Ooh. And the example they gave me, they was like, I don't know, there's big time. He was like, Donnell, I don't do open mics. Like, 
they too big to, to do, do baby showers. Right? I don't do open mics. You just blow a kiss at Donnell's shower. Like, like, oh, I'm blowing a kiss at Carolina. No, no, no. You <laughs> blow a kiss at Donnell's? You see how disrespectful the I Breakfast Club is? No. How you in that? Come here, come here, come here. Man, don't bring nobody in my interview, son. Why did you blow Donnell's kiss? Oh, my God. This is so disrespectful, man. Well, Donnell, did I blow a kiss at you? Thank you for joining us, Donnell. He think I blew a kiss at him. How you doing? All right, He think I blew a kiss at him. <laughs> All right, back to your story about what were you well, talking about? Well, the, the, the celebrity. He was telling a story? He wasn't telling a story. <laughs> I ain't no story. He said he's going to be at Caroline's this week. I ain't no story. Now, as long the, 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 as this story doesn't end with you deciding to cook, because you cannot cook. I don't want to talk about that. I can't. But go ahead. But here's the story. So the celebrity <laughs> the celebrity chef, I guess they had got to a point where they was too big for a certain thing. They on TV and everything. And they was like, Donnell, I don't do open mics. Do you do open mics? Do you continue to do open mics? I said, yes. Not only I continue to do open mics, I had just did a show at Radio City Music Hall, 6,500 people, got off stage, got in the car, and went to Brownsville and performed for 15 people. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you can't never stop sharpening your toolbox. You can't never stop sharpening your sharpening tool. toolbox. By performing. You were sharpening the tools, the tools not the toolbox. not box. the box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with you, man? Yo, y'all have so many people up here that y'all don't toolbox. put this pressure yeah. on, son. Yeah. Y'all know I'm not good at reading out loud. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Y'all know yeah. I don't do that. I tell jokes, son. You used to do radio together, right? We used to have reading contests. We used to bet each other. No, it wasn't a contest. You never was in it. You just bet on me. Bet against me. I got $50. We can't read this paragraph without stuttering. Okay. And it's, and it's about you. It's about you. Donna Rollins is an actor and writer from Washington, D.C. He's well known for being a cast member on The Chappelle Show. He made an impact on the show with his character, Ashley Larry, and his iconic phrase, I'm rich, bitch! I threw that in there. He has a series of sketch comedy clips on his clips. from Ashley Classy. Don't do that, son! <laughs> on his from Ashley Classy album. Rollins has had multiple successful shows at Radio City Music Hall. An actor... As he has actor. made appearances on The Wire and Spider-Man 2. I didn't stutter, son. At the, on The Wire and Spider-Man 2. He was in the Air Force for four years. Rollins is also a police officer in Washington. That, that's a you were a police, you were a police officer. He was a cop? I didn't know you were a cop. I was a police officer in the Air Force waiting to become a police officer in D.C. And what happened? I, I, went, I used to work for this grocery company. I used to be head of security for this grocery company, and as a as a, a form of camaraderie, <laughs> we would go to the comedy 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 connection to Greenbelt, and we would go to go to the club. And I used to heckle the comedians on stage. So we used to go every week, and I became popular as a heckler. Comedians would come and be like, "Yo, could you let me do work on my material? Don't mess with me today." And I became so good at a heckler that uh, the club owner wanted to shut me up. He, this is how I started. He dared me to go on stage. I wasn't excited about doing it then. Two weeks later, I went on stage and and the rest was history. So you That's was a troll then originally. Oh yeah, I was 100. I was like, I started. People started coming to see me heckle. You had a gun in the air force. I was the worst cop ever, man. I made one stop in four years, <laughs> and that was Who's this stop. It was this girl, and this was before the whole Me oh, Too thing, gosh. and she was oh, she was scandally scandally dressed, scantily clad, scandi- yes. yes, you know this, read, and uh, <laughs> and I I pulled over to get her phone number, and that's the only arrest I ever made. You arrested her? <laughs> yeah, I arrested her. She told you no? Uh, I don't. I'm not following that. You're not gonna have me on CNN 20 years later. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to get evidence, oh, son? You asking wow. Kavanaugh questions, son? Yeah. I don't know what you talking about. I don't remember anything, son. But I know you're at Caroline's, which means we're at Caroline's this weekend. That's right, this yes. weekend. And I also want to say I started Live Nation just invested in me. Woo! Not a major investment, but um, I'm trying to break the cycle. I do a lot of I do a lot of comedy clubs. If you look at my schedule. I'm doing comedy clubs almost every weekend, but I'm trying to graduate to that. 
theater mode. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to play myself and think I could go sell out a 3,000 seat or anything like that without being a part of a group. But they're going to, we're doing three shows this fall, Live Nation Comedy. If you go to my website, DonnellRollins.com, and do that. When and you going to do your stand-up, son? And shout out to, I'm, uh, Caroline, did you listen no, to man, the show? No, man, when are you going to do your stand-up special? You know what? And I don't know if it's premature, but I've been on the road with Dave Chappelle probably for the last four years. And almost after every show, he says to me, Donnell, you're ready. So I don't want to get ahead of myself, but there is some talks about Dave Chappelle not getting together to produce my That's next dope. So Dave, yeah. gonna, Dave need to do that. He need yeah. to EP your next you, Dave Chappelle, I Dave know you watch these on the road. Let's do it, son. How your brother doing? My brother. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. I have a lot of brothers. Shoot the brother shot. in question is doing fine. Again, to How let do you know, know which brother he's talking about? Because that's the only brother he ever f***ing asked about. He's my brother. My he brother still think I'm fine? Nah, he stopped that long time ago, son. Man. Ever since he changed. Yeah. You right? have one fan, son, and it's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not supporting you, son. It's you not- do like you going to the doctor and getting that check all the time. When is he going back? <laughs> my goodness. Nah. It's Donnell Rollins. It's the is that it? Club. Hold on, wait a minute. Bye, wait a minute. Donnell. We got to get his Instagrams and Twitter. No, and it's an average. I just want to say, <laughs> oh my God. Donnell, it's over. Stop the bullshit. Let's get back to what we do. Making people laugh. Nobody got time for the hate. Everybody. Who are you talking to? I'm to- <laughs> nobody. Ever, you never know who they talk. He's talking never. to the camera. Who nobody. To? Nobody. I don't like my guest says. I don't do names, right? Donnell <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't say no names. Day day. Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Shout out to Donnell <laughs> Rawlins, too, man. Yes, for stopping through. He'll be at Caroline's all weekend. Good sport. And also, shout out to Coco. Coco Brown. She's a comedian. She's going to be in uh, Jacksonville, the Jacksonville Comedy Club this weekend. So, shout out to our sister station, 93.3 The Beat. Jacksonville's hip hop and RB. Now, Coco Brown's hilarious. We did Sister Circle together. Mm-hmm. Now, let's get to these rumors. Let's talk 50 Cent. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, congratulations to 50 Cent. He has just signed a $150 million deal with stars. That's the kind of stuff I like to hear. I want to cruise bombs for 50 Cent, damn it. He posted, repeat after me, God is good all the time. So congratulations to him. Stars Stars is a great home for 50. I mean, 50 gave him a hit show in power. Mm -hmm. He's got more content coming. I think he's got three different series. What's the BMF TV show? The BMF TV show, He's got two other scripted shows coming, so they know what they're doing. That's Mm -hmm. a a good person to be in business with. It's a four-year overall deal, and he's going to be creating scripts scripted and unscripted content for the network and if all those future projects succeed then they're saying that deal is worth 150 million you know what i like about fifth the most he gets those deals done being his absolute self he does he's himself all the time on social media he's himself all the time in person he threatened to punch you he says what he wants and then white people still do business with him dropping a clues bomb for 50 cents got great content now kevin hart also has signed the first look deal with nickelodeon and under that deal, his Heartbeat Productions, they'll develop and produce live action scripted kids content for the network. So congratulations to Kevin Hart on that deal. Well, drop on the clues bombs for Kevin Hart. You see, the cancer's out here getting it done, baby. Kevin Hart and 50 Cent, the cancer's like me. They out here getting it done. All right, Issa Rae, in the meantime, is going to be starring in a romantic comedy called American Princess. I don't know Issa's sign. All right, she's going to play an American <laughs> woman who moves to London, God. finds herself drawn into a world of wealth and high society, and falls in love in a very unexpected way. So congratulations to her oh, as well. Drop on the clues bomb for Issa Rae. HBO, when y'all going to ante up and give her a couple hundred million. Now, Ryan Coogler, in the meantime, has signed on to write and direct Black Panther, the sequel. So congratulations to him. Drop on the clues bomb for Of course, bomb we knew Ryan that Coogler. was going to happen, but... Jesus. 
This is great. This is amazing. This is I have wonderful. all kinds of good news for I'm, you guys. I'm, I'm, how much you got, Ryan? Okay. <laughs> this morning. All right. And Drake is featured on Bad Bunny's new song, Mia. And he's actually. This, with a bomb. this goes too far. <laughs> that Drake goes too far. Why? All the bomb stop, now, we get the Caribbean thing. The Caribbean thing, I should say. But this is a little ridiculous. Why, why can't he experiment? And he's rapping in Spanish. Check it out. Todos están pendientes a ti. Pero tú puedes estar para mí. Haciendo que me odien más. Porque todos te quieren probar. Lo que no saben es que no te dejas llevar de cualquiera. Y todos te quieren probar. Sound kind of dope, I don't lie. Put the mic in Drum's face. Drum is our resident. It sounds dope, Michael. Drum, what did he, what did Drake just say? I say everybody wants to put your mind. That's what he's saying the whole time. Everybody wants to put your mind. That whole long ass. I mean, thirty-five different ways, seconds. Different ways of saying it. So he's just saying over and over, everybody wants you but your uh, mind. See, you're just trying, trying to find a reason to hit on him right now. You're saying that his butt, he said, he said my, your what butt, you my say butt is mine. Your butt is, where you get that so from? So he flipped the Michael Jackson line. No, he didn't. All right, and let's. That's what Drum just said. Like Drum just said Drake said my butt it's is not, mine. It sounded Spanish. good. Now let's talk more new music. Kodak Black has a new song featuring Travis Scott and Offset. It's called ZZ. Ice water turn Atlantic. Night calling in a phantom. Told them hold it, don't you panic. Took an island, felt the mansion. Drop the roof, more expansion. Drive a coupe, you can stand it. All right, okay. All this new music out. Uh, listen, uh, I think I'm gonna just ride around to the instrumental. All right, and Plies <laughs> has a new song. I, I, I like the instrumental better than that just now. Plies has a new song featuring Kevin Gates called "All the Above." She my independent girl. Say she love me minute girl. She been around for a minute girl. I take care of you and your mama girl. House stay clean like Polly do. Can I this shit keep up with you? Christian, Lord, tongue, got me and Bay tripping. Hey, bottles after bottles coming. Me and Bay sipping. Hey, blue hunters on us like me and Bay tripping. She A B C A D. So say out of I business. You my babe, you my gift, you my all of the above. You get this, you get gifts, you get all of the above. Okay, plus. I M C T G S T D E free. That's. I think I'm gonna just do a record. I thought you were spelling your name. Mm-mm. I said C T G S T D. Okay. Free free. S T G S T D. What? I got my blood work back yesterday. Oh, you got bombs for me. Oh, right there. You know I mean, I knew I was already, but it just feels good to hear. Just hear it. You don't know until you check. That's right. But anyway, um, so that's all new music, and we told you again. Quavo's album is out today. Usher dropped a surprise EP today as well. Mm-hmm. LMA's album's out today. A lot of new music out and available. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Now, um, People's Choice Mix is up next. After the mix, let's talk Kanye a little bit. We really didn't discuss and dive into Kanye and the shenanigans he I did. I don't feel like talking about him now. Nah, <sighs> nah, nah, nah we got you. to him. We're going to take your phone calls. So you can start getting on the phones right now. We're we taking phone calls at 9 o'clock now? Why not? Oh, we gonna talk, Let's talk about Kanye this morning. If y'all with it, I'm with it. You know, um, we got a lot to talk about, so we'll do that. 800-585-1051. You hurry your ass back over here, and then we'll talk. I'll do the mix, and then we'll talk about Kanye, right? <laughs> What was that? Revolt will see you tomorrow. <laughs> People's Choice mixes up next. <laughs>